We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday... Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, brought to you by DraftKings.com, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Use the promo code ROTOHOOPS when you deposit for a free contest entry today. That day is Friday, March 11th, 2016. Look out, everybody. The three amigos have reunited. My name is Ole indeed, Ken. Uh, you can find myself, DJ Trainer, on Twitter at Trainer DJ. Shannon McEwen is here. You can find him on Twitter at Roto Shannon. And of course, Ken Kreitz. You can find him on Twitter at Ken Kreitz. K Train. Of course, Ken K Train Kreitz. Uh, I usually butcher it every time, so I try not That's to say right. it as much as possible. You haven't not- called me critties yet. 
or Jesus, so I appreciate it. No problem at all. Jesus and Olay. All right, this podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher, of course, so you're probably listening to it. You found that out already. Feel free to leave a nice review on one of those venues. You know we'd love to have it. Third option for you, you can also listen and download this podcast and all of our other great podcasts on the RotoWire website directly. Guys, there were four games in the association last night. Let's not waste any more time. Let's talk about Ken Kreitz's new favorite player, DeMar DeRozan, to the rescue with 30 points for the Toronto Raptors. Um, and they get the job done last night, 104-96 to over the Atlanta Hawks. Now, Shannon, just from a NBA perspective, pretty good Eastern Conference battle. Toronto getting the win over Atlanta really does solidify them as the second-best team in the East. Do you agree with that statement? Absolutely, and they're really, I mean, they're close enough in the standings that they might eventually challenge Cleveland for the number one seed. Um, it won't be surprising because, I mean, we'll have to see. Cleveland and Toronto have both already picked some spots to rest their key guys, like Kyle Lowry sat for the first time uh, last week. We've seen it with LeBron. I think the Kevin Love injury from Thursday night was partially just them being cautious. Um, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if both start sitting players. Um, but at, And Lowry and DeRozan in particular are just playing killer minutes. They really ought to rest those guys some. It's a two-man team. It's still insane yeah. to me that Toronto's this good. <laughs> Yeah, I have Powell's no idea. Powell's still starting. <laughs> yeah, so you have yeah you have Norm Powell who moved into the starting lineup. He's been off and on. I think he started three of the last four, maybe five games. He's pretty much a non-factor. Only seventeen points. The real guy who has some uh, you know some value every now and then is Terrence Ross. We saw him go absolutely off the last time they played the Cleveland Cavaliers. Although I'm assuming, Ken, you haven't rushed out to the waiver wires in the Rotowire Staff Keeper League to pick up Terrence Ross. You're mighty fine and happy with DeMar DeRozan on your team? Sure, sure. I actually almost took a dollar flyer on Powell just when anyone moves into a starting spot, you know, and, and, and there's an opportunity for minutes. And It's not like Louis Skull is going to take too many shots away from him. But, uh, you know, Ross, just the inconsistency drives you nuts. The, the the guy who baffles me with Toronto is Valanciunas. He's only averaging 26 minutes per game. He's clearly their third best player. You know, he's a productive guy. He's still young. Um, he's he's averaging 12, almost 13 points, nine rebounds. So that's great. I just don't get why they why they won't cut him loose. Why only 26 minutes a game? He's your third best player. Run him out there for 32, 33 minutes a game. I, he'd be fantastic fantasy option if they actually did that. Yeah, well, and he, last year I know they were benching him a ton in the fourth quarter. No, he's not a 75% free throw shooter. It's not like, you know, this isn't DeAndre Jordan. Like, I, I can never quite understand that. Is his defense that questionable? I, I just don't get why Casey never gives him the more major minutes. Yeah, so I think that we were all too quick to anoint Valanciunas one of the best up-and-coming centers. I think there's obviously still a lot of flaws in his game. 24 minutes, not only tonight, but like you said, Shannon, he's incredibly frustrating to use and utilize um, in any fantasy format. And I think partly because you have uh, Bismack Biombo, who really is a very solid defender um, and a really good rebounder. So last night he gives you three points and nine rebounds, gives you a plus seven on the plus minus. And so 
when you have such a reliable defensive option. And then Patrick Patterson always chips in, and he has a great plus or minus. I think he's actually leading the Raptors in plus or minus for for their entire team this year. So they've got options. I think more than anything, Valanciunas is just a middle-of-the-road center, and while he may be the Toronto Raptors' third-best player, it doesn't mean a whole lot, and that should really show you how much work Lowry and DeRozan have have been putting in this year. I disagree. I mean, based on based on his per minute production, I think Valanciunas is a very solid center in the NBA. Uh, borderline All Star caliber production per minute wise. All Star production per minute wise, it's there. Um, I'm I'm amazed. I mean, per minute wise, he's like Al Horford. Uh, well, so I'm amazed he doesn't get more more minutes. So like, I, I just need to look at the top three or not even the top three. I can just look at three Eastern Conference teams with their centers. Al Horford, Brooke Lopez, Pau Gasol. I would take those guys all day over Valanciunas, but a, a better comp Yeah, would and be, Andre Drummond and a few others, but there, there's not many more that you would add to, that I would add to that list from the Eastern Conference. Okay, let me see. Speaking of the Vooch bigs there, why but, did Jason Thompson not play last night for them? I mean, they, they, they had him start Tuesday, and he didn't play last night. Yep, so the reason for that is Dwayne Casey was just giving uh, Luis Scola and at that time Johnson rest. And so instead of just simply letting them wear street clothes, uh, Casey just gives them DMP CD. So it looks really bad on the record. Um, But the reason why Thompson didn't play is he's really not a part of their rotation. And when he started, it was just to give Scola some time off. So um, you shouldn't really be jumping out to get those guys in the first place unless you're in the deepest of leagues. Although that, that said, 10 points, 12 points for 12 rebounds rather for Scola in just 22 minutes. Shannon, I can't get over this. Hassan Whiteside. Um, I could just name them off. Name them all off. Uh, Robin Lopez. So what you're saying you would rather have Valanchunas than a Robin Lopez? I think that's maybe the fairest comparison in my mind. There's no doubt I'd rather have him over Robin Lopez. All I was saying was his per minute production okay. is borderline all star caliber. All right, I'm not. I do I want do I actually think he's a better player than Hassan Whiteside? Yes, I do. Um, Hassan Whiteside gets a lot of glory because he racks up a bunch of stats or stats like blocks, and he can grab a lot of boards. But he's garbage on the offensive end. You can't well, trust him to touch the ball unless he's three feet from the hoop. He is not a good basketball player. He just got some springs, picks up some garbage blocks, help side defense. He's not even a good one-on-one defender. I don't well, want to hear that white side bash- garbage. As long as we're bashing white side, I mean, I believe last time I checked, he'd actually had a better team defensive rating when he was on the bench than when he was playing despite the blocks. Yep, and that's why down the stretch he's often on the bench. So so no doubt about that. If you look at Valanchunas's to round out this argument, uh, Valanchunas's per 36 minutes. Um, right now on the season, he's averaging, let's see how many, 26 minutes. So if we were giving him 10 more minutes, uh, kind of parsing it out and averaging it out is per 36 minutes here. Let me just pull it up. Um, 17 and a half points. 13 rebounds, half a steal, one and a half blocks. Does that sound like all-star numbers to you? Yes, that's better than what Al Horford that's like better than what Al Horford does. They're right around the same thing. That's all that's the only point I was trying to make about it. All right. Do I want him do I think he's better than Al Horford? Do I want him over Al Horford? Horford? No. No. But I think he's a I actually think he's a very good player. 23 years old, obviously a lot of room for improvement. I'm not high on him. Shannon is. Um I guess we'll find out. We have time. He's 23. Yeah, we have plenty of time. 
We have plenty of time. His age actually makes me want to take him over some of those older guys now. But you know what? Okay, if, if let's just say that you're the biggest Toronto fan in the world and you want them to beat Cleveland and go play in the finals. Getting Dwight Howard or acquiring him, trading him for Valanchunas and whatever else you have to do makes Toronto a way sexier team, right? Wouldn't you agree? Or do you think that... Uh, Dwight Howard is is kind of beyond repair and in, in helping out a team actually make a well. DJ, a are you talking you talking free agent signing or are you talking well before the, the trade de- dealt them before the trade deadline? Yeah, so before the trade deadline, I mean, in theory, don't you? Because think- then, then you're giving up a 23 year old for a what four month rental of Howard, right? But you can challenge the Cavs if you have Dwight Howard on this Toronto team instead of Valanciunas. I don't think they would have challenged it. I don't. I and I've been a Howard supporter for a while. I guess this is showing how much I believe in Valentinus's long-term upside. Um, I don't think it's just about these next f- few months or a couple months for Toronto. So no, there's no way in hell I would have made that trade if I was Toronto. You're giving up a young asset who is nearly as productive as Dwight Howard right now. They have so many other holes on that team. You don't fill it. You don't you don't replace your third best player. Instead, you go out and get a real power forward, a real small forward. That I mean, you look at the rest of that team, plenty of other holes they would they should have focused on. Fair enough. I yeah, last thing I'll say about it, I I just think that Lowry at twenty nine, DeRozan at twenty six, um, that this year, next year is when you need to go for it, and I'm not sure Valanciunas is really going to hit his stride anytime in the next two years. And so that's that's where I'm on the that's why I'm on the How, the Howard train. Uh, we'll move into the next game here: Chicago against San Antonio. If you look at Chicago's attack, it's the three-headed monster of Pau Gasol, Derrick Rose, and that's right, you guessed it, Etwan Moore. Etwan. Get into it, Ken. Do you have him on your team? Do you have I him on your keeper league team? Etwan is a Vermont tree hugger. I got him a week or two before Butler got hurt, or maybe it was when Butler got hurt. Certainly, that's when people thought of grabbing him when Butler got hurt. I mean, yeah, you know, this is all about minutes, minutes, minutes. Uh, much like DeRozan last night, sometimes it's just points, and the rest of the box score is a little hollow. But um, you know, when a guy is suddenly you know getting thirty minutes a night. And he doesn't mind shooting. You got, you know, and he has a, you know, capable of hitting threes. He hit four last night. Uh, last night was a bit of an anomaly where I also got a steal, a block, four assists, and six rebounds. He's not going to produce like that across the board. He sure did against the Spurs. But uh, minutes, minutes, minutes. When there's a guy with minutes, go get him. Yeah, fair enough. I completely agree. And if. Uh, you know, as long as Jimmy Butler is out, I think Moore is going to have considerable value. And even that game that Moore, uh, that Butler came back, uh, Moore still saw 26 minutes in that game, and well, and Butler if, saw full wor- workload too. Yeah, if the Bulls are smart, they don't throw him back out. That you know, what can you believe they had? But what did Butler play? 36 or 38 minutes his first game back. I mean, he's playing well, but good lord, you don't need to be a doctor to know. You should ease your best long-term player, your best long-term contract, back into the lineup after missing 11 games. That just struck me. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, his knee's sore. Well, no kidding! Stop running him into the ground! Yeah, 34 minutes is what he played against Houston when he returned uh, from that absence. And so despite having 24 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, that came with swelling in the back of his left knee. Um, I, yeah, it didn't make any sense all all around. It made absolutely no sense. And the thing about Jimmy Butler is he you have to let a doctor step in and tell him what to do because he's going to play as long as he has two legs attached to his body to put him on the court. 
You want to weigh in on this, Shannon? No, I, I'll just caution anyone who is looking to pick up Etwan more that you're going to have to deal with the inconsistencies. Um, Butler's been out for a long time, and Moore's put put up plenty of stinkers along the way. So he's got a couple of nice games in a row. He is a decent option to pick up in season-long target in, D, in DFS, uh, but there is going to be inconsistency. Yeah, Moore's a great pickup in our uh, 12-team 14 active player keeper league where I got him on the cheap and I'm you know happy to have him as a 14th option or you know he plays one week he sits the next week yeah uh, absolutely standard format a lot a lot riskier fair enough looking at this Spurs team starting to well as they always do really spread the ball around LaMarcus Aldridge comes in with 26 points 10 rebounds Kawhi Leonard 29 points 7 rebounds Tony Parker, turning back the clock, 20 points and 12 assists. Now, I personally had just kind of written off Parker for DFS consideration, certainly somebody that I did not draft in any of my leagues this year. Um, But he seems to be rounding into form, I suppose, heading into the end of the year, just like Popovich would have liked, right? Well, he's getting healthier, but you still need a crystal ball to know which nights are going to be the good ones and which ones, you know, is he even going to get rest, you know, uh, uh, he also is a Vermont tree hugger in the keeper league, but I never know when to play him because. But you're right, Pop is a genius, and Pop wisely at this point probably only cares about um, how he is going into the playoffs. I'm sure the spry young Andre Miller will give uh, Parker quite the boost of energy. <laughs> <laughs> but man, if you could figure out what DFS nights to play Tony Parker, you are a genius. He Parker actually had a really nice like seven game stretch after the All Star break, but then he followed that up with three complete stinkers before last night's monster effort. It, so it is, it's tough. I mean, even the twelve. 12 assists he's only had double digit assists two times this season so i mean usually he's hovering closer to that four or five he's averaging 5.2 that's about he's not you know, gonna hit three yeah he's never gonna hit so threes. uh he's he's a risky dfs pick i don't think we're gonna see this kind of consistency from him going forward he'll have nice five or six game stretches and then then follow that up with a couple stinkers so basically as we've seen I, the real takeaway from Sa- san antonio for me is the consistency of Kawhi and LaMarcus um, over the past month or so. I know Kawhi's missed some time, um, and even LaMarcus sat out a game last last weekend for rest. Um, but when they're both in the lineup, they've they've both been really good the past ten games or so. And and it's c- clearly their those two guys. It's their team, and they're the ones that are going to carry them. And it's just interesting to me to see them kind of reach this point this soon this close to the playoffs um because earlier in the, the the year you had guys like aldridge who were struggling to really acclimate himself in the spurs system that that's no longer the case he he inquired cl- clearly option a and option b mm-hmm. yeah most definitely we'll see if that dynamic continues in the playoffs i'll tell you what Shane and i was looking at all the competitions i entered last night tony parker was in a lot of winning lineups last night and of course at a middling price you pair him with an emmanuel moutier last night or a kyrie irving you probably did pretty well um, in whatever competition you had him in now guys you guys plan on going to any games to close out the season shannon gonna go check out a bucks games gonna go to detroit watch your pistons play i am definitely making one more trip to milwaukee had a great time a couple weeks ago when i went yeah most definitely when you get there 
or before you get there, really, you should be using the SeatGeek app, of course, which I'm sure you do already. As I did for my Great Piston seat a couple weeks ago. Oh, fair enough. Save 20 bucks, I bet. Oh, yeah. Save 20 bucks indeed. And of course, all RotoWire listeners can save 20 bucks wherever they want to go. It doesn't have to be an NBA game, although I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably <laughs> interested in some basketball. Um, our listeners can get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. Here's what you do to get that $20 rebate you download the free SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code. Enter promo code RWNBA. One more time, that's RWNBA. SeatGeek will then send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the free SeatGeek app and enter promo code RWNBA today. Of course, you got concerts on there. I've used it for football games in the past. I know I took my dad to Alabama's uh, Crimson Tide against Wisconsin Badgers down in Dallas. Saw the little green, like luscious green is what I'll call it, ticket um, pop up on the app, snag those bad boys, front seat, third third tier. They were great seats. And, of course, baseball's coming up, so I'll be oh, using right. it for my uh, my Tigers when they visit Minnesota and Chicago. So I'll be making a couple games this year. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, guys, moving along here, um, two more games to get to. Phoenix at Denver. I had a lot of exposure to this game. The boys out in Vegas easily had this as their highest over-under for the night. Uh, a couple hours before tip-off, I think it was 214 uh, and a half is what they had for the over-under. The game ends up finishing at 116 to 98. I'm not smart enough to figure out if Vegas had it right or not, but the Nuggets won 116 to 98, like I said. Devin Booker is absolutely showing up and showing out. And quite frankly, the amazing thing is we thought he was a spot-up shooter, but he's doing it without viable options around him. 35 points last night. Shannon, are you surprised that not only him being the youngest player in the league, but the type of player we thought he was going to be for him to be able to create his own shot like he's done so far with having a team that's devoid of Brandon Knight, devoid of Eric Bledsoe so far? I'm stunned, and and you're right. He's not just doing it with the spot-up shooting. Last night, he only went one for five from downtown. It was him driving to the rack, getting fouled. Uh, he was 10 for 11 from the free-throw line. Uh, it's you know, he's been really, really impressive. Um, and last night in particular, that game, he wasn't having the greatest game after the first half. But he just went off in the second half, finished with a game-high 35 points. Great great talent. I'm really intrigued by him moving forward. Johnny Lure, Wisconsin. Badger. I knew you were going to go to the Badger. Of course I am. He's got 19 <laughs> points off the bench in 17 minutes. i got to use every opportunity I can because Sam Decker's laid up with a back issue in Houston. Haven't got to talk about him all year. Um, <laughs> I feel like it isn't a fantasy basketball season until I pick up and then drop Johnny Lore. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, this might be his best fantasy year ever. He, he was stuck in Memphis behind Zach Randolph and Marcus Gasol for so long. Um, but... Phoenix has been running out this this lineup, and you know they're not seeing success. But I will say, from a fantasy perspective, playing Alex Len at power forward has resulted in him seeing a lot more production. But that's coincided with still having Tyson Chandler on the floor. You have two twin towers down low, which is forcing Alex Len to take some probably longer shots than you'd like him to take because you can't have two guys clogging up the lane. Um, last night, two for thirteen. For Alex Len, it was well, that worst thirty four percent shooting over his last five. He, you know, like as you've started pointed out, they just don't have scoring options. They're forcing him to play out of position. 
probably regretting that Chandler contract altogether. Uh, and he doesn't have the range to take those little ugly mid-range shots. But he's racking up the rebounds if you're desperate for rebounds. For for Len, last night was the anomaly. I mean, two for thirteen. That that's what drags down his his shooting percentage over the last stretch too. I mean, that's not going to happen. A big part of that was he was blocked six times. Um, well, he's he, but he's shooting four hundred last ten. I, I mean, I picked him up in one league, and he's certainly not giving you big man field goal percentage yet. I mean, if he could. Just oh no, yeah, not at all. But but when even if it's if it's five ten games, if you shoot fifteen percent in one in one of those games or eighteen percent. Uh, it, it's going to look really bad across the the hole. He's he's definitely not efficient enough yet as a scorer. His offensive st- is still pretty raw, but when he gets the minutes, the production is usually there. And most nights, even if he shot forty percent last night, then we're looking at a double double um, instead of four points and thirteen rebounds. Shannon, we talked about this before the show today. Um, I had eleven entries last night, um, and I used the same lineup. I felt very confident about this lineup. Uh, I cashed in nine out of the eleven entries. Uh, what prevented me from cashing in all of them and, and you know cashing further was Mirza Toledovic last night. Twenty three minutes off the bench, only five points, three rebounds, two assists. Had I gotten you know if I put John Luer in there, I would have done really well. Um, I don't know why. Yeah, Nuggets are allowing uh, their opposing teams to shoot. I think thirty seven percent from beyond the arc. What does Toledovich like to do? He likes to shoot the three. I thought that Kenneth Freed would be too athletic of an option to leave uh, the Twin Towers out there, and so Alex Len really can't cover Ken Freed. But instead, what you see is the Nuggets try to match up with the Suns rather than the Suns like playing a game where they could, you know, anyways. So Freed only plays 15 minutes, and that whole thing I thought up and conjured up in my head didn't work for me. Obviously, I did make some money, but not as much as I thought of because to Toledovic didn't have a great game. Toledovic is just one of those guys. He's kind of boomer bust for DFS. Uh, it's always going to be determined on whether or not his three point shots has fallen that night. And, and he doesn't. And the get, attempts were there. The logic the, was there. He took he, seven threes. Yeah, the attempts were there. I. It's just that it's always going to be boomer bust. You see it with other guys like Bogdanovich as well. Yeah. You know, they're they're guys who they might they're they might have the volume. But it's like an every other night type thing. One night they're they're five for eight from downtown. The next they're one for four. Uh, it, the minutes are consistent. And with Toledovic, Toledovic, even when he has had some of the bigger games, he's not. It's not because he's playing thirty five minutes necessarily. It's just his shots fall on that day. He's still sh- getting that twenty four twenty five minute. He saw twenty three minutes last night. That makes him risky. That that's why I don't necessarily like target him. But it's tough. The logic behind your selection was good. Um, it's just too bad you didn't go with Channing Fry, who right. had a nice night for Cleveland as a spot starter. Or uh, Tristan Thompson was, to me, that was kind of the obvious one who was an, at a similar price price, well, price yeah. range. Let me stop you there, and let's move into that Cavs game. 120 to 108. I thought this was going to be more of a blowout. Uh, Cavaliers take care of business. And I actually used Tristan Thompson and Toledovich together in a lot of lineups and so um you're right similar price point i was trying to save i was avoiding kevin love and you know that worked out for me pretty well because he ended up not even playing with a left knee injury i know our own nick whalen had a pretty good lineup last night but it was bit um with kevin love yeah he was owned in about 25 percent of lineups uh that locked at 7 p.m eastern Mm mm-hmm 
Yeah, so most definitely Channing Fry, like you alluded to, Channing steps into the starting five and does really well. A little bit too well, if you ask me, because now we're going to have all this stupid controversy with the Cavs. Is Channing Fry a better option, a better fit in this team? Um, so now we get to hear about that. But you know what? He performed well 21 points, seven rebounds, and assist a steal, uh, 24 minutes. I I'm like mad that Channing Fry performed this well because we're never going to hear the end of it. See, I disagree. I think we will, and the reason why is because he's Channing Fry. So the, the <laughs> well, very, they don't get to play the Lakers every night. Exactly. He shot eighty percent last night. He was eight for ten, five for seven from downtown. Um, that's actually not a surprise. The biggest surprise is the seven rebounds, in my opinion. Yeah, but yeah. but what's going to happen is if he gets another spot start, he's going to go two for ten with three rebounds. And then there's not going to be any discussion. They need to put him back in his cryogenic chamber and just uh, <laughs> you know, bring him out 10 days from now and hope there's one more dream performance but occurs. This is really why they trade for him. It's because in the playoffs, he'll have a couple games like this where his three-point shot's falling and they can throw him out there, run him for 20, 22 minutes, and he'll catch fire. But on those other games, he's going to get out there, play for five or six minutes, take a couple three-pointers, miss him, and get yanked out. Yeah, fair enough. Looking at this Lakers team, uh, I do like uh, what they're doing with their lineup. Um, wow, I can't believe I said that. Byron Scott. <laughs> uh, Julius Randle is playing minutes like he should be. Whatever issue he had with Scott is seems to be debunked by now. You're seeing Jordan Car- Clarkson start, D'Angelo Russell start. Now Clarkson, Russell, and Randle really have been having good games. I know Clarkson only put up five points on 2 of 12 shooting. But in terms of putting their three best young players in the starting five, at least we're seeing na- that now with about 20 games left in the season, Shannon. Thankfully, we're seeing it. I am not giving Byron Scott the credit. I think it's a total <laughs> front office move. Um, he's just been too resistant to that change all season for me to bl- give him any sort of credit to it. Um, last night's game was interesting because Clarkson went off against the Cavs earlier when they played. He had a horrible game. Um, and then you also saw Kobe Bryant returned from a one-game absent and, and posted one of his better games in the past month or two. 26 points, five rebounds, two assists, a steal, a block. You know he's going to get up for games like when he's playing LeBron James for the last time. Well, I was wondering, is there some DFS trend with Bryant here that when he's got a national audience and there's a lot of pregame hype... Are those the times to roll yeah, the dice? Definitely. With them on draft games yeah, without a doubt. And I would say away games where it's his last time playing in that arena uh, are going to be your best bets. Of course, um, as we've seen, we're, we're really narrowing down where the last teams that he's facing are probably the last time he's going to see them for eternity. Um, but when he's seeing, uh, man, you know, like when he played in Philly, he he was going out and in all these in all these arenas where he's playing for the last time. He wants to give his a fan a show. Um, that being said, Byron Scott, if the game is close, is leaving Brian on the bench for the fourth quarter because he's letting the young guys go for it, which I like a whole lot as well. Um, you know, Brian just wants to make it to the end of the season. It would be a tragedy if if his career came to an end with an injury. So I think he's going to take it kind of easy now that he's, the finish line is in sight, although I would argue that he's been looking at that finish line all season long. Uh, Shannon, I think we should get uh, Daily Justice here. Uh, I love Byron Scott t-shirt. No, no, no. Let's not <laughs> Do not get it twisted, Ken. I am not on the Byron Scott train. Well, if, if you want to talk about it, for whatever reason, a light bulb goes on in coaches' minds. So if you look at Sam Mitchell in Minnesota playing your boy, 
Gorgie Jang. Gorgie! Yep, exactly right. Um, and then if you look at Orlando playing Oladipo, um, getting Aaron Gordon into the lineup, when their 60 games have passed, uh, Milwaukee letting Giannis play point, although that was a little bit forced um, with Michael Carter-Williams' injury. But at the 60-game mark... falling down the stairs. Yeah, OJ is out as well. That's right. So you just have uh, Jared Bayless and MCW playing point now. But at that 60-game mark, what you see is coaches finally throw in the towel, and then they start playing their best young five. And it's just like I throw my hands up in the air. It makes me so mad that it takes them 60 games to do this. (laughs) Well, the other mile mark. threw in the towel day one. You know, I think Scott got assisted by that Larry Nance injury that occurred. Or he might still be starting Nance. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. And I mean, one of the other mile markers that kind of occurs around that time, or two actually, you've got the trade deadline, you've got the all-star break, and it just basically comes a time where the team's like, I, I again, most of the time, I don't think it's the coach's decision on those horrible teams. I think it's a front office driven decision. And the basically the front office set, goes down to the coach says, okay, it's time. These guys, it, this is what we're doing for the last quarter of the season. And it's because there's no other reason to play guys like Kevin Garnett or have Andre Miller on your roster or, or, you know, all these garbage guys, Tayshaun Prince, Tayshaun Prince. Exactly. Kevin Martin. So exactly. Yeah, Kevin so all of those dominoes fall but around the, the same athleticism of Andre Miller. I miss that. Yeah, seriously. So here's one thing I would say that I'm going to kind of uh, jot down in my notes is that when I'm thinking about next year for DFS or season long, I'm going to put a little note, 60 game mark. And when there's 50 games left, I'm going to look at your Aaron Gordons, your Gorgie Jangs, and try to pick them up and make a proactive move where teams and like Shannon is saying, front offices say, here's the deal. We got to progress our young talents. Uh, obviously, by the by the case that we didn't even like trade for a good player, um, you know, here's what we got. Please progress the talent. See, the funny thing is the Bucks did this at the end of the last year right so they switched up their rotation did whatever they had to do and they had a lot of momentum in this final 20 games and they couldn't carry it into this year and they had a stinker of a year on the whole now they're starting to get back some of that momentum and I'm afraid that they're going to lose it in the offseason and that's the case for a lot of teams the Timberwolves the Magic who are kind of getting their mojo a little bit playing the starting five they should be playing but it's all worthless unless they implement what they're doing now into next season so I guess we'll find out the one thing I will say about the Bucks. Um, I, I actually would argue. I think what they're doing is smart. Um, you've got guys like Giannis and Jabari both blossoming, which is good for the momentum going into next season. But from a win loss perspective, it hasn't really done much for them. It they hasn't moved the needle yet. They have yes. to get some. Shooters. Like Giannis, Giannis starting at the point solves a problem. I think it solves right. a big problem. Now you can go out and get another shooter to play along. Uh, Chris Middleton on the wing and Jabari's becoming this offensive force that it, it very promising future. Now they just need to find that extra wing shooter. Yeah. Right. And I think gentlemen, we got a cut to news in Sacramento tonight. No boogie, no boogie due to conduct detrimental to the team. Presumably when he went off on coach Carl, uh, Anyway, he's not playing uh, tonight. He went off on Wednesday night, coach Carl seemingly bad timing from Boogie, since Carl is getting some cancer skin treatments. It's supposed to be a minor procedure, but you think you could give him a break during uh, a difficult time for Carl. Carl, though, despite the procedure, is expected to coach tonight. Uh, What does this mean fantasy-wise for our Kings? Well, 
as we're going to talk about with our DFS picks, I think you have to put a whole lot more onus on Rudy Gay in particular. He's been someone who's struggled to fit in with this lineup of Rondo and Cousins. So you like him off the bat quite a bit. Uh, And I guess you have to say Rondo, right, as well. You're not necessarily going to go to the center position and say Willie Cauley-Stein or Costa Kufos. You're going to go to the best players on the team and assume that they're going to get more touches overall. Yeah, exactly. It's the other high usage guys on that team or the guys who are three, four, five, you know, two, three, four, five in usage on that team. So that even like bumps up Darren Collison, for instance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think oh, the yeah. Te- yeah. I think the team will run a lot smaller. You you might see Gay play a lot of four, um, and you'll see Caspi get more minutes at the three. So, uh, similar situations to that. I mean, they're not, there's no reason to run out Quincy AC for 40 minutes right. or anything please, along those oh, lines. Please do not run out Quincy AC. Yeah, so <laughs> Willie Cauley-Stein is not a bad option, but by no means do I think that he's going to try to take some of the shot attempts and the workload that Cousins has regularly. So um, with this particular team, now it's different for every team. If you look at a New Orleans team um, with Anthony Davis, when Anthony Davis sits, pretty much all the extra touches go to Ryan Anderson and they both play the same position essentially. But with Sacramento, you got to look at Rondo. You got to look at Rudy Gay. Maybe even Caspi, like you said, Shannon as well. Definitely Darren Collison. Um, like if they're going to play a small lineup, move him over to shooting guard. I like that a whole lot. Um, we're just hitting on all your 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 fantasy guys, Ken. And of course, you're you're in the lead by a, a wide margin. So I'm not surprised that we're talking about some of the best players and they're on your team. You've got one more one more that you want to talk about that's currently well, on your team. Well, looks like my Etwan Moore pickup. I would love to give myself credit, but I think it was just luck in that uh, when all those injuries started occurring in Memphis, I grabbed Jamichael Green a week early. Sure. Uh, just because of the length was there. He had a three-block night, I remember, three or four nights ago, even though he had almost zero blocks his whole, the whole season. And, you know, with Gasol's done, Brandon Wright's out an- yet another week. Tonight, uh, both Zach Randolph and Chris Anderson are game-time decisions. You saw Mario Chalmers go down with his Achilles burst in Boston. That was tough to watch. But so many injuries. Yeah. Uh, plus Conley... What's Conley's health status? I forgot to check that. Oh, let's go ahead and take a look at rotowire.com right now. Of course, you too can do the same. Get free 10 days access by going to rotowire.com forward slash pod. Thank you for the little inch that you gave me for the shameless promotion, Ken. Um, Conley? Conley's missed the last two games. Missed the last two games. And of course, I'm reading just directly off rotowire and you can do the same. Uh, Conley is nursing a sore left foot and has been ruled out for Monday's game against the Cavaliers is the most yeah, recent note that we have, so, which means that... <laughs> game time decision for tonight, though. And we exactly. Have so a return date for tonight, but we won't know that. That's where you got to check our daily lineups. Daily uh, lineups. And here's the thing about that. So, you, you know, when you see a note like that and you say, what's going on? You haven't seen a note. They don't update the statuses of players until after the shoot-around the day of the game. And so on this Friday, as we're recording at 10.30 Eastern, um, they haven't had shoot-around yet, so we don't know. So if we're looking at uh, 1 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Eastern, we'll have an update on Conley, undoubtedly. Um, but that's just the kind of way it rolls in the NBA breaking news community. Shannon, though, I'm assuming you'd like to tell us a bit about DraftKings. Yeah, be a part of the action all season long at DraftKings.com, the official daily fantasy basketball partner of RotoWire. With daily, with daily fantasy, you don't need to spend months micromanaging a roster. Play whenever you want and pick a new team every time you play. Challenge your friends in a custom league to prove you're the superior GM. 
or square off against basketball fans from around the country for big prizes. Go to DraftKings.com and enter promo code ROTOHOOPS, R-O-T-O-H-O-O-P-S, to play for free. DraftKings, the official partner of RotoWire. That's promo code ROTOHOOPS at DraftKings.com. So, Shannon, uh, Mike Conley, we don't know if he's going to play tonight. Does him playing or not playing sway your lineups at all? Definitely does. I'm very interested to see what Memphis is going to do. Um, my guy right now, my, my early hunch is Lance Stevenson. Wow. Ooh. What a hunch to have. Crazy Lance. <laughs> Again, field goal percentage, not a factor in your Fandle scoring. Exactly. So I, if, ooh, if, if Conley <laughs> sits, we know Chalmers is the out. The ooh so. is for Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, do, I, I just don't see anyone else on their roster who's really capable of handling the point if Conley <laughs> and You're Chalmers just so, are so many buzzwords. Capable. Glad <laughs> Stevenson. Amazing. you got to give it to Coach Yeager for keeping this team together where are they in the standings again they're still like the fifth team out oh they're gonna make the playoffs it's unbelievable you know they're six and four in their last 10 games bodies are dropping like flies and you know they're still ahead of portland they got a nice uh four and a half game cushion on portland jaeger's doing a great job yeah he is they're gonna they're going to get burned really bad in the playoffs. They're so going to get. Not, it's not going to be close. They're going to get toasted. They still have. Do they still have a negative point differential? I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> yes, um, despite they do. the winning they record, could. yeah, they yeah. could. That's yeah. pretty funny. Um, and, yeah, and the, the Boston loss uh, this week was pretty ugly. They hung in there. Uh, Jamichael Green had a double double at halftime. They hung in there for about two and a half, almost three quarters, and then Boston just ran them out of the building. But. Uh, yeah, everything's just the pieces are falling apart. They're, Tony Allen had an inspired, I wouldn't call it a revenge game because he still loves everyone in Boston, but an inspired return to Boston. He might be actually the, the guy on this. I, I would, I, I'm not going to say Lance Steven. Actually, I'm going to maybe just as crazy because he's a defensive specialist, but I think Tony Allen's the guy to watch. He certainly was in that Celtics. We need a, bat, a beer bet or something, Ken. Yes, you're you're in town. Tony yes. Allen. Yes. This right, is a round of beers on Tony Allen versus Stevenson. Uh, Lance Stevenson producing better between now and when I'm in the roto office at the end of the Oh month. no 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 this is like a, this this is just the one night this is if, if there's stipulations to it if Conley doesn't play tonight which one's going to have a better game I'll pick I'll pick the Stevenson side for a round of beers I'll take Tony Allen yes. and I will step in and join those round of beers thank you boys for doing <laughs> that for me appreciate that a whole lot Are you going to take a third grizzly no, I'm just going to enjoy the beer. You guys okay. did a round of Your beers. Judge. I'm just going to jump way, in on that round. Are we going with DraftKings points, or are we going to let DJ be the judge of who has the I'll be the I'll be the decider, because I don't think it'll be close. I think it'll be one or the other. Um, it absolutely has to be DraftKings points, too. Like that's that's the I think judge. that is the demarcation. It's a pretty it's pretty fair basis of like because it's it's about production. We can all watch well, the game and be like, well, Stevenson made a bunch of boneheaded plays. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to be penalized for that. Well, the only reason I don't like going draft, first of all, I love DraftKings, but they, you know what What I hate about Stevens's game is how many missed shots he's going to have. I mean, he took some of the worst god-awful shots in that Celtics loss. Just desperation flings while falling down semi towards the basket. That I was, I, I kind of threw up in my mouth a little with some of the shot attempts he had. Well, I don't think there's any way to do it. 
We got to go DraftKings points. Putting the hammer down. I'm excited to have a beer from the wallet of (laughs) Shannon or Ken. Um, Man, this is good. You guys need to bet more often. I'm excited about this free beer. Thanks, guys. Uh, Ken, just a very quick update on the RotoWire Staff Keeper League. Essentially, all I want you to do is just blow your whistle and talk about how you're in first place for 10 seconds. Uh, The Montreuggers are in first place. All right, let's move on. Do you need a website? Why do it yourself when there's Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide, Wix.com makes it easy to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your biz. It all starts with a stunning website with hundreds of designer-made customizable templates to choose from. The drag-and-drop editor, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or a designer to create something beautiful. You can even be a fire breather and build an awesome site on webwix.com, which is proven by my brother, Rob Kreitz. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites every day. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about budget, scheduling appointments. You don't have the time to build a website. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy, and that's where Wix.com comes in. Wix.com, it's easy and free. Go to Wix, W-I-X.com to create your own website today. The result is stunning. Frankly, gentlemen, maybe we need to build a Wix.com website to track all the Rotowire podcast wagers. We actually, DJ, DJ is uh, in the process of building his Byron Scott fan club uh, Wix yes. website, so he'll take the lead on the uh, right. Rotowire you know podcast. He needs to earn his beer. That's how you earn the beer. There you go. Byron Daily Scott Justice. fan club. Um, start, no, start the Rotowire wager wagers Wix site. That's at rotowirewagers.com. So I tell you what, I hope people know how to read sarcasm out there if I'm going to do that. All right, moving along, we're going to finish strong here, guys, with our DFS picks for tonight, as we always do on this Friday Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Starting at point guard, I think we're all um, in unison here and in consensus. We already talked about it. Rajon Rondo, Shannon, playing Orlando at home, only $7,800. If you count it up here, looks like uh, eighth eighth most expensive point guard. I didn't actually count. I just kind of eyeballed it and, and went for it. A uh, lot to like there because I think Rondo is one of those guys, especially with Cousins out, that can be the leading fantasy point fantasy point totaler um for all of point guards tonight and at seventy eight hundred dollars what's not to like great great matchup uh orlando's one of the worst teams against uh opposing point guards uh the over under should be through the roof on this game um you you will do no wrong targeting players from the sacramento orlando game uh so he's he's definitely one i want other guys alfred payton if he plays uh he's questionable right now but if he plays He's a good option. If he doesn't play, Brandon Jennings is a good option. Um, pretty much anyone from Orlando or Sacramento. Even is, Fournier. Yep. Fournier is not, not a point guard, but he is a very good option tonight. I mean, th- that's one of the top games you should be targeting for, for your DFS lineups. All right. We'll move it along to shooting guard then, since you already alluded to it. Victor Oladipo, man, I think we're on the same page about a couple players that we always try to fit him into the lineup. Victor Oladipo is one. Thad Young is one that me and you are always trying to fit into our lineups. Um, what 
Oh, I guess. I mean, he's playing Sacramento. You kind of alluded to why. $7,200, Victor Oladipo. Um, somebody, you know, if, he, if you're doing 100 lineups tonight, what percentage is he going to be in, in of those 100? Probably only about 25%. Okay. Um, but, I mean, Oladipo, I actually don't like the price. I think I loved him a lot more when he was like $1,000 cheaper. Uh but it's the matchup. Uh, Sacramento has just been crushed by by opposing guards all season. Um, you've seen some guards like Kyrie Irving. Um, uh, there's a handful of the, kind of that mid-tier or upper mid-tier guards who have had 50-point outings against Sacramento. And that's, that's the type of upside Oladipo has tonight. I'll tell you what, if you look at the shooting guard slate, and I have not liked it really at all this season because you've had uh, Jimmy Butler out, Eric Bledsoe has been out for portions as well. Oladipo is the second most expensive and active shooting guard tonight. You've got Dwayne Wade, CJ McCollum, Nick Batum, Clay Thompson, Evan Fournier, Ken, like you alluded to as well. I mean, Ken, if you're looking at all those options, it, it is pretty astounding that Oladipo is priced ahead of those guys. Uh, that's true. I am going with Oladipo tonight because I just can't resist the pace of that Kings game. But uh, Fournier, I really like as a cheap option, either you know Azure shooting guard or one of your utility guards. So what, one other cheap option I like at the position, well, cheaper option is Andrew Wiggins. He's fifty eight hundred. This is pretty much the lowest price point he's been all season, and, and it's actually interesting that he's now reaching that point because the past three games he's averaging about thirty seven fancy points. He's he's kind of on a nice little run. Um, you got, you had alluded to how Minnesota has changed gears. They're going riding their younger players more, and we've seen that with Wiggins the past three games. So I like him at that price point a lot. Perhaps let's, most, yeah, go go for it. Ken. Well, I was going to say, maybe it, let's shift to a small four only because I think we've played our hand there. And uh, I think all three of us universally agree with Rudy Gay. Only at 6000 bucks, he'll probably be in about 75% of lineups tonight. So if you're going tournament route, maybe not the way to go. But Shannon, are you going to put your money where your mouth is and spend 4400 on Lance Stevenson tonight? Ooh, Abs- good question. Absolutely. I, I've, got, I've got him in my lineup as my small forward. Uh I do. I feel like you have to work in at least one discounted guy who's who's like yeah. forty five hundred or cheaper tonight, and he's the one I like the most right now. I mean, that could change based on the news that comes through uh, later today. But even if there's another discount option that opens up, I think I'll keep Stevenson in there. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It depends well, on I, Conley's availability and everything else with the Grizzlies. I completely agree where you got to pick a cheapo each night. My cheapo tonight, though, is Etwan Moore. He's even a 4,200, even lower than Stevenson, and frankly a lot more likely to, to start and put up shots, in my humble opinion. But uh, uh, We can extend the, the beer bet to include Etwan Moore. Hey, I need, I need at least two beers when I go out, so get it going. Let's figure it out. All right, maybe we maybe it's double or nothing on more over Stevenson. Is, can you do double or nothing two bets? Do we have two bets? We'll do one on Tony. Yeah, yeah. No, we can do, we yeah. can do two. Right, we'll do two we, bets. Yeah, one is we, Stevenson Allen and, 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 and Stevenson more. Yeah, it's purely just because I loved Allen when he played for the Celtics. It's, there's actually no logic behind that. That is a heart pick, not a wallet pick. But my money. Yeah, each one more. I'm going each one more. Beer, beer, round of beers on both. You and both I are of big those. fellas. We can handle two beers. So yeah, me too. Thanks, thanks for including me. Um, uh, Why are we buying D- Daily Justice beers? I can't remember how. I don't you know definitely. This is this is our. This is the first thing we talked about. This is happening. I'm I'm sneaking in with you guys. <laughs> uh, so 
in case you're wondering, then thanks for recreating this, Shannon and Ken. You guys just uh, essentially uh, showed everybody how fantasy started in the first place. It's just two people betting on, I think this player can do better than that player. And that's how fantasy started. So thanks for recreating that for us. And two drunks. I think you also got to throw Yes, definitely drink. started at a bar, um, <laughs> you know, right before bar close. We're not, we're not exchanging ugly Christmas sweaters. It's alcohol. Fair enough. Welcome to the show, kids. Welcome to and the show. And at center, the old – wait, no, I'm sorry. We're power forward. Power forward. Who do you guys like? Nerland's Noel, $6,100 is someone that you like quite a bit. I'm, I'm a little more hesitant, though, Shannon, on Nerland's Noel because I'm looking at my boy Thad Young. Well, that that's the thing. Nerland's well, Noel, the, I, I, we'd already discussed Orlando-Sacramento. That's one game target. The second game to target tonight is Philly and Brooklyn. I don't care which players from either of those two games you target. I am not going to fault you for that decision. Uh, we got Oakford's already ruled out. He might be he might be missing a significant stretch here. We'll see, but he's not playing on Friday. Nerlens always picks up his production when Oakford's out. He returned to action uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday. I I forget what day it was, but he had over forty fantasy points that night. He's only sixty one hundred. He's usually four or five hundred dollars more expensive than that. So I'm taking advantage of a great matchup, a high over under, and a discounted price for some guy for for a big man who can get you 40, 40 fantasy points. I tell you what, I'm going to go on the XM show with DVR, the Rotowire Morning Press. When he asked me the same exact question, I'm going to tell him Jamichael Green going up against New Orleans. Uh, for all the reasons we already talked about, um, he's still hovering around a nice little price point here. Uh, let me let me pull him up. Fifty-seven hundred, baby. Fifty-seven hundred dollars. Eleven hundred less than our boy Thad Young. Yeah, I, I like that quite a bit. To me, that's too expensive. I think he's gone. He shot up in price too quickly. Um, I don't. I like the pick. I like the green pick. If Zach Randolph sits, it's kind of like same thing sure. with Stevenson. Sure. Um, I like those picks. If Zach Randolph sits, that's still up to be determined. So we'll Big time see. Decision. Check your Rotowire daily lineups. Um. We, so we, I, before we hop center, I want to stress uh, the Brooklyn Philadelphia thing. Even if it's guys like Thad Young, I do like Thad Young at sixty six hundred tonight. I love Ish Smith at sixty eight hundred tonight. Pretty much anyone from those two teams I can get behind putting into a lineup. Fair enough. So let's get into center here. Let's finish out strong. Finishing out strong, if you were listening to me say that five minutes ago. That wasn't very strong. Brooke Lopez. We're going (laughs) to carry on like it never happened. Brooke Lopez going up against Philadelphia, getting that exposure to that same exact game you like. One of the most underrated centers, I think, in the entire NBA, especially, especially in fantasy. When you think and you look at his game line, he's only missed one game this year. He's completely healthy. And you're going to use him in DFS, Shannon. He's got that 50-point upside. He, he put that up in his last outing. He's only played once in the past, like, five days, so he should be well-rested as, as well. So I love him. The other guy's Rudy Gobert, who I know Ken is always behind. Always behind, Rudy. You know, I just never know when he's going to explode for seven or eight blocks. But uh, that is some expert analysis, gentlemen. And before we cut to the outro, do you have any closing words for our audience? Uh, have a good weekend, everybody. Have a good weekend. And just think about me getting free beer because um, I'm going to be thinking about it. I'm going to be smiling all weekend this long. This is a risk-reward equation, and I don't see you risking. I don't know why you're trying to fight this, Ken. Do you want me to have a beer with you or not? I do want to have a beer uh-huh. with you. I think after you build the Wix.com Rotowire uh, okay. Waging <laughs> site, you will have earned your beers. All Shannon, right. your thoughts? He... 
he's already earned his beer. Um, he he came on board this podcast. Yeah, that's helps, true. Helps steer the, the ship. Work. Yeah, he, he's really <laughs> right. he's aided us. I really have you guys brainwashed, point, don't I? Actually. All right, get us out of here, Ken. All right. Well, we're going to end today's show with former Celtics great and former Houston's coach uh, Kevin McHale. When asked to assess his Boston Celtics team's prospects in an upcoming season, said, quote, If I could look into the future, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you doorknobs. I'd be investing in the stock market. Adios, amigos! They're going to kill the love of my life if I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.